Last week, a new type of war came out of nowhere and rocked the very fabric of society. We figured the world would be a safer place, but we were reckoning without robot wars. Hello everyone and welcome to Activate the Robot Wars podcast. I am Benji, also the Hitman, along with me. You can't spell robot without Rob. It's Robbie harmlessly. Right. Yeah, well done. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> <laughs> That's, it is true. My name is similar to robot. So, you know, it all, uh, all lines up nicely there. <laughs> Shall we just, uh, yeah, we are sitting down comfortably and ready to watch the grand final of Robot Wars 2016. We're finally going to have a new televised Robot Wars champion after 12 years or so. It's about time and what a selection of finalists we've got. But to start with, we'll go into our little mailbag. Mailbag! Thank you very much. Cheers. Should we start with Lewis McKenzie? He gave us some alternate descriptions for some of the robots couple of weeks He ago. gave us a lot of alternate ones and they were awesome and so funny. But my favourite one was for Pulsar, where he simply said, world's worst fire alarm. I love it because it's a fire alarm that can kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so it does the opposite of what... <laughs> oh, beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. yeah. Very, very good. All of them are very good. So great, great job. Really appreciate that. If you could just do it all the time, and then neither of us ever have to think of them. We won't credit you at all. We'll pretend we did it, and then we never have to come up with them again. So we'd be hiring the guys like a ghostwriter. Mm, without the money? <laughs> without the money. <laughs> no money, no credit. We'll just take all your great ideas, please. <laughs> no. No, no, thanks for the contribution. It's brilliant. And uh, talk about uh, really cool stuff. At Tom the Brit ninety six with his awesome robot drawings, every competitor that has seen he sketched he's drawn. every entry is great, great, and he did a a, a nice color drawing of Apollo flipping out Storm Two, which is brilliant. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things. I love that. I'd love it like framed on my wall. What was his Twitter handle again? At Tom the Brit ninety six. Yeah, go there and retweet some of his stuff because it's awesome. Really cool stuff. Now we're going to talk about sort of general social media opinions now. Things mm-hmm. I'm getting. I won't quote any tweets because they all say similar things. But the favourites for uh, this final, I'd say Carbide and Apollo seem to be the two people are predicting the most. Certainly the fan favourites, yeah. Yeah. TR2 is also getting a bit of a mention as well. The others don't seem to get too much of a mention. I guess it's hard when you've got a wild card in there as well to yeah. even make a accurate prediction. This is going to be a tough one. But Apollo and Carbide seem to be the two big favourites mm. for for this. But who knows? We'll get into that a bit later. Some people have got the DVDs mailed to them early. Oh, man, I so hate seeing that. People keep posting pictures of the Blu-ray in their hands like, I already know what's going to happen. Well, what, the thing is, I'm kind of hoping that people aren't doing that, watching it, and then saying, oh, I totally predict it'll be this. <laughs> when, <laughs> and it's because they've seen it. I'm hoping that yeah. one of the predictions doesn't happen to be perfectly accurate because they got the DVD early and have already seen the final. Why do you think they released the DVD before the final episode? I don't think they did. I think it was more of a case of, like, you get times where Amazon send them out quite early. Mm. And I'm guessing with the bank holiday Monday, because I think it's supposed to be released, like, tomorrow. Oh, so I'm guessing with the bank holiday Monday, they thought, oh, we'll get them posted out early without thinking that it hasn't actually aired yet. 
Got it. That sucks. Yeah. So I don't think it was. In, it's not the release date of it of the DVD. No, we'll blame. Got it we can blame Amazon for that one. Amazon or whoever was it was sending them out early. Um, good good feedback for your poems last week. You <laughs> <laughs> seem to enjoy them quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm spent a lot of time on them, articulating my feelings and thoughts through the medium of poetry. My slam poetry tour will begin. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> slam poetry. All about robots as well. All about robots though, but very passionately. Yeah. Or, or, or everything ends up relating to robots yeah. in some way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> spoke, uh, slam poetry, but spoken by a robot. Yeah, I would just like program. I'd just type into like, was that, like that Windows thing that yeah. just talks. <laughs> Siri and stuff like that. Things that talk for you. <laughs> oh, a poem where especially constructed so you ask Siri questions and then she answers back rhyming. Oh, if you could just find answers that she gives that rhymes with the and original question. It, it still makes sense. That would be amazing. Context. Oh, the idea. We'll have to give that a try at some point. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that could be amazing. Or it could be terrible. We'll find out. It's, it sounds like it take a lot of work. True. And finally, at Ukulele Chris, or Ukulele Face, mm-hmm. however he wants to be called, his prediction this time round, Carbide versus the Wild Card, whoever that may be, with Carbide winning. That's his prediction. It's a, it's a very tough one this week. To give you an idea of how up-to-date we are, 13 minutes ago, he tweeted us that question. Oh, God, yeah. We are like, really, you know. Welcome to the world of social media. It's all happening. It's all happening. <laughs> we're so out of date. It's, the world's been like this for like eight years. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of dragging our heels on that. <laughs> Should we discuss? Shall we just jump straight to bots? Yeah, let's talk about the finalists. We'll uh, talk about their chances, what we think are their chances. Mm. So should we start from the top? From Derby, Carbide. You spin me right round, baby. Right round, like a record player. Right round, right round. I was hoping you'd say the whole lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> this was like a three, three minute minutes straight. later. <laughs> from Reading, Shockwave. Shock and awe, more like shock and core, as in core blimey, what a good bot. TR2 sweet for you. From Birmingham, Apollo. Winner, winner, Welsh flipper. From Shropshire, Pulsar. Spinning drum, lots of fun. Watch the other robots run. From Northampton, Thor. Before we predict this, we thought we'd consider the bots fortunate enough to be considered. If that ends up being the wild card's not Thor, I'm still going to put mm. the intro for whatever the wild. So if the wild card's Gabriel, it's going to go and from blah blah Gabriel, and then you're going to start talking about Thor, and it's going to make you look like an idiot. And I'm going to do it on purpose. I don't know what you're talking about. I thought they'd bring back Glitter Bomb, <laughs> the one one that doesn't apply, that <laughs> cannot possibly be brought back. I really really like Glitter Bomb though. Totes badass. Yeah. So that, we'll discuss each one's chances a little bit. It's not much we can really say regarding all of them because we've already spoke about all the robots in detail and also how they've performed in detail uh, after their actual fights yeah we'll just have to brief our way through them yeah yeah just you know just get the basics out the way and everybody is already going to know each bot anyway so let's start with probably the top favorite carbide everyone's talking about carbide heat a winner beat behemoth slash behemoth slash behemoth and uh, is just generally probably the most dangerous bot in the competition. Yeah, very successful spinner. 
And interestingly, I mean, Pulsar's got the spinning drum, but this is the only spinning blade in the in the final. Well, it's been a bit of a flipper range, really, isn't it? Yeah, it is interesting, though, because there have been a lot of spinners and a lot mm. of them talk about how dangerous they are. But I think yeah. the thing we've seen of the spinners is, A, how long they take to get going. Yeah. And B, people who are building robots know they're going to be facing a lot of spinners these mm. days. They know how to combat them, which is you've just got to kind of grit your teeth and go for it. Mm. Take a hit from a spinner that's not going at full speed so they can't ever yeah. get to full speed. So they keep stopping. Getting close and hug them. Hug them, until they, taking small yeah. amounts of damage. But generally speaking, it seems like a lot of spinners, the spinner itself is maybe not fragile in and of itself, but when it's moving at such high speeds, if it doesn't hit something right, if it hits the ground especially, the spinner tends to stop working after that, or at least get bent up and battered enough that it can't really go properly. That's the other problem. It's something that can break. Mm. When you've got something that's not just a moving part, but a very, very fast moving part, that can cause a lot of damage to itself that's i guess that's the big weakness of the spinners and could be the weakness of carbide the thing with carbide is it could go really really well for carbide look like they're gonna win it then they could hit so and so with their spinner and carbide could go flying off from the force of it and just land in the pit by chance yeah they could lose just like that carbide do have a very good chance though saying that because they have a very good knack of eliminating a bot quite early or at least getting enough damage off to make a bot pretty useless yeah quite early. all of that post-competition scarring on all of the other bots kind of said it all didn't it yeah i think that's well carbide has to go for the knockout punch that's that's the point of carbide yeah and they could do it it's it's a very very strong spinner i'd say good chance of winning for carbide yeah good chance of being our champion absolutely all right, let's talk about Shockwave, Heat B winner. A beat four by kind of surprise. Yeah, Thor really dominated Shockwave in their first match. And then after that, it seemed more like Thor was hurting from all the previous fights and couldn't get going properly as opposed to Shockwave really definitively beating it. But Shockwave's still a good robot and they've got that interesting um, weapon, that scoop. It can go 360 degrees around the robot. They've got the pushing power. They can't be written off. They've got the durability factor, uh, Shockwave. So they could win by just pure endurance and stubbornness. Yeah. No one really is predicting Shockwave to win. I think that's kind of unfair. Well, no one was predicting Shockwave to win its own heat, and it Mm. went and surprised everybody. So maybe this will be the surprise winner of the whole thing. Yeah, they could win. I I, I wouldn't write them off. Would you say it'd be a shock if they won? I think it would it would send waves throughout the audience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that takes us to TR2. TR2. Mm, Heat C winner beat C winner. Dan Tomkia. Yep. Flipper and Axe. More just Flipper. It's really just, it's just Flipper, flipper isn't it? The yeah. Axe didn't do anything before. No. It's just there for decoration more than anything. I think yeah. put that bit of extra weight on it whilst they can. Not a lot of people are saying TR2 in comparison to Carbide. Which is surprising considering TR2 won the live event Robot Wars competition last year. Mm. So they can win an event. They've proven They've it. Yeah. beat a lot of these robots. So maybe it's just TV audience not knowing that, which has caused Carbide's popularity to totally soar over TR2. Possibly. I suppose we'll see. TR2 is a very well-driven robot, and that's very formidable. Probably the strongest weapon in Robot Wars just entirely... Mm. is good driving 
Good mm. driving beats everything else. You can have the best weapon in the world, but if you can't drive your robot and your opponent can, you're never going to hit anyone with your weapon, so it doesn't matter. No, exactly. So if they could just drive their way to victory, they'll do it. And it's a, a great machine to have that with because strong flipper plus good driving and decent pushing ability. I mean, was it TR2 that were doing fairly well without the use of their flipper during yeah. their heat? Just pushing? Exactly. I mean, they can act as a push bot and they have that flipper. It's it's good. It's it's a very, very solid robot that, again, could take the final. <laughs> and that brings us to dun, 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 Apollo. It's sort of like TR2 on steroids. <laughs> it's just like completely over the top, but brilliant. They have had their, their drive issues, but they managed to win their heat with the drive issues just due to the power of the flipper. And, and also talk about winning your heat. They dominated. It was ridiculous. The sheer power of that flipper is is incredible. Laying waste to half, if not more, of the housebot roster. Three out of you know, four house robots. Beat Storm 2 in a final. But yeah. could the house robots be out for revenge? I wonder if they will actually target Apollo specifically. You've got to give them personalities, haven't you? Yeah. We've seen it in the past, haven't or we? Or could Apollo get a bit cocky and try and do it again and that be their downfall? Yeah, they pick a fight with a house bot and it doesn't they, work out they this They like time. to be the entertainers. I could see them maybe yeah. putting that above being the champions. Yeah, that's true. Jazz so, hands. You know, you yeah. getting to the finals is good enough, uh, possibly in their mind. And mm. they did have their drive issues, so that could also come into play. Definitely the bot that everyone's most looking forward to seeing. I'd say so, yeah, along with Carbide. Yeah. I think it's kind of the the dream match from this is Carbide versus Apollo. mm see you know who who would smash who who would win first would would carbide get flying out of the arena first or would apollo get too beaten up to be able to do that first i suppose if they flipped carbide into the air with such a height and it came down on its spinner there you go that could easily rupture the entire bot yeah that could do a lot of damage to the bot or just enough damage to the spinner that it can't spin very well anymore depends on what comes first the scoop getting underneath carbide or carbide's blade Ah, see, that's all down to the timing of the flip, of mm. actually activating the flipper there, really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Activate it too late, and Carbide's blade is already smashed. It's going to yeah. cut the flipper in half. <laughs> but activate early enough, and Carbide could go flying. Yeah. This going to be such a cool That's the cool thing up, about yeah. this, is the only robot that's going to be have faced any of these will be the wild card. Yeah. Whoever the wild card is will have faced one of these before. But other than yeah. that, all of these have not faced each other exactly. in this competition so far. Probably have in the past, most of them, mm. but not in this competition. But that leads us to our, our final definite entry into the final. Yeah. Heat E winner, Pulsar, yes. beating Gabriel to dramatic, secure their place. Dramatic entry into the final. Considering they were out of the whole competition briefly. Huge roller coaster of, of a ride for them. I yep. mean, out and then back in, and then they kept turning on and off. It's just oh, always man. on and off for them. It's amazing. Yeah. No one really predicting Pulsar to win. I think one of the primary reasons being the issues they were having where they were, for whatever reason, constantly turning off. Yeah, totally inconsistent functionality on this bot. Yep. If it's functioning fully, if they've fixed that, we saw what that weapon did to a couple of robots. Like the matches it was in mostly consisted of When it shot. ran against Beast and it went underneath Beast, gave it a couple of rolls from the drum and that was it. Match over. I think I'm, the most the thing I'm most looking forward to with Pulsar is just seeing that drum in action again and hoping they're fully going. 
if they fix the issues and it's not constantly switching off, we might see the sheer power and potential of this machine and then they could win via potential just like that. Yeah. So maybe. Maybe Pulsar. Maybe. Mm. Okay, that takes us to the wild card. The wild card. There's five options. Do you have them down? There's one option, and I have that down. <laughs> Go on, entertain us anyway. Thor, <laughs> Behemoth, yep. Storm 2, yep. Gabriel, was it Dan Tomkia? Yeah, it was. Uh, TR2 beat Dan Tomkia, didn't yeah, it? Dan yeah, Dan Tomkia. That was the one I was least sure of for some yeah. reason. Should have done my research better. Probably so, going to be Thor. If you go to the Reddit or to basically any message board regarding Robot Wars, it's four 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 four, with the odd hint of Gabriel in there. Yeah. Every now and then, someone might say Storm Two or Damn Tomkia, and unfortunately, no one's really saying Behemoth. Even though Behemoth did well, mm. I think it was almost too definitively beaten by Carbide in the end. I guess. Yeah. So Thor, easily the most destructive. Almost not really a complete fluke that they went out. I mean, you've got to have a durable robot that can always compete. Yeah, but probably the one that was most shocking that it it lost in the end. It was dominating so much. Yeah, right down to the final match. Gabriel probably had the closest of the final matches. I think that's the one where we really didn't know who was going to end up winning when they got to that. Gabriel's a difficult one. Gabriel is has no real knockout power. No, it's a, it's a survivor. It yeah, a complete... so it would just have to outlast other bots. But we're dealing with the finalists. We're dealing with bots with full blown knockout power. Oh yeah, but I mean, no, the that's... wheels are pretty tough. But they, carbide they spinner, Ooh, that's a good big point. target for carbide spinner. There, they did survive Ironside three spinner and Pulsar's drum. Yeah, that's true. I'd almost like to see what would happen when those wheels met carbide. Yeah. But at the same time, that would mean sacrificing having Thor. Really want to see Thor again. And the good thing about... Th- well, the good thing about either Thor or Gabriel, both of them, is we don't have that swinging weapon in this lineup without yeah. them. So it has to be one of them, really. Yeah. And I'd love to see Thor's weapon back. Just to, It'd be a really nice mix of robots then. Either one of them. Dan Tomkia, I think one of the reasons people don't predict it is pretty much because we've got two A-grade flippers already yeah. in this. Yeah. I don't see how much more of a difference they can make. They were pretty definitively beaten. So Exactly. And how would they compare to, say, Apollo? You know? It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. Storm 2 as well. You know, I'm not really sure. The thing with Storm 2 is they're another one that's about, it's about pushing and surviving more yeah. than it's about causing damage and that sort of thing. Yeah. And they were a bit... They didn't perform as well as I think they'd hoped or other people had hoped. Obviously, there's always been the controversy as to whether... They're too boring as whether they should really be allowed in the competition without using their weapons. Because that's the big complaint about Storm 2 for their episode is, yeah, they've got functioning weapons, but did they ever actually use them? Nah, they just push. They seem a bit lacking even in the pushing power now. They're a lot slower than what they used to be. Again, they were pretty definitively beaten. Mm. They were in full working order and they were launched out of the arena. So I think Thor, probably the top choice. It's going to be Thor. It's going to be Thor. I'll tell you what, we will be very surprised if it's not. But this whole show has been about surprises. We could be totally wrong. If it isn't Thor, I'd expect Gabriel. Yeah. If it isn't Thor or Gabriel, I'll be very surprised. If it isn't Thor, I'll be surprised. If it isn't Thor or Gabriel, I'll be very surprised. I think that's the way it's going to go. Yeah. But 
chances of winning for the wild card thor was a good robot and i think it'd be really cool to have an axe bot win the final yeah. i don't think has there even ever been one at least in terms of televised i don't know if there has i can't remember all of the winners off the top of my head right now but it's not a common thing to have axe bots really really go far no there's usually a, there's a, like a few known ones and that's it what system did they use to choose the wild card to choose the wild card, yeah. um, it, the judges are picking from the... The judges are doing it. The judges are picking from the runners-up for each heat. Excellent. So that's how it's going. Okay. Yeah, it's the fairest way. It, ensures, it is the fairest way, yeah. You know, it's not. there's no fluky wins doing it. It's nothing like that. It's the judges are choosing what one based on what they think. Mm. I'm guessing based on the overall performance for their heat. Yeah, excellent. Four, probably. We're probably four. We could be totally blindsided. Yep. You don't know with this show. It's It's been so crazy so far. That's true. But now comes the, the big prediction. Who do you think will be the two robots facing off in the grand final championship match? And who do you think will win? Well, my first pick for the final match is going to be Carbide. I'm going to say versus Apollo. And I'm going to say that Carbide is taking it. I think that's a very popular option. Yeah. And I'm going to do similar to what I did last week, which is I'm going to agree... I'm going to also say Carbide makes mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say they end up facing Shockwave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Shockwave pull off the shock and <laughs> take it. Oh my God. If you turn out. Hey, to I managed be... to get. I almost got completely right. Like if Gabriel went through last week, somehow I'd have got there. So this is my ridiculous prediction. God, if you Nostradamus of robot combat me again, that is going to be the craziest upset. But what I will say is, though that's my prediction, I want Apollo to win. You want Apollo I to win the competition. I want Apollo to win. Yeah. But my prediction will be, my official prediction will be Carbide versus Dark Horse Shockwave. That's cool. I like it. Well. Okay, are we ready to watch it? The end is here. The game is over No more pretending No more No more The end is here The end is here The end is All right. <laughs> wow. Holy smokes. It's over. Oh, man. What a ride. Oh. Uh, there's, there's no words right now. You know, soldiers coming back from battle. The war is over. Rationing is finally over. <laughs> Children can now play safely in the arena again. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't suggest that. No. But... <laughs> Let's just get straight into it, because we could otherwise just sit here and say, wow, for the next 40 minutes. Yeah, fresh off of that. Yeah. Amazing, amazing, amazing episode. Mm. So we start as we usually do with our little opening montage. We get little intros for each of our finalists. Now, 
Dara does specify this is the final, so they're not using the same footage at the beginning yeah, of each episode. Every single time, no, good. That's good. Or at least not for this one. That's true. Yeah, you, we get introduced into all of our competitors, which we've already done anyway, so we won't go into too much detail on that. Yeah, we've already spoken great lengths great about these lengths. guys twice. Exactly. <laughs> so we'll you know, skip to the wild card. And... Nice tense moment. They get everyone out. Yeah, they get everybody out. Well, hey, I say everybody. All of all the, the pe- runners up are standing there in a the line. Behemoth, Thor, Dan, Tom, Kia, Storm, Two, and Gabriel. You are all runners up, but only one of you can join the five episode winners in the grand final. Now, the judges have based their decision on performances across all of the battles, and the team that they have chosen. anxiously awaiting to know whether or not they'll be the wild card probably all of them feeling it's a waste of time standing next to thor to be honest absolutely (laughs) of course it's four four is the wild card jason is back we all saw it coming didn't we we all saw it coming it was still a nice tense moment during that little wait it was angela was uh announcing it that's true wild card is And it's like, oh yeah, oh, yeah. That's, what, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. So the way this final is going to work is it's two freeway battles. Yep. To start with. Yep, and then back into a lead. It's exactly the same as all the other episodes, except instead of four-way battles to start with, it's three-way battles to start with. Still with two people going through, making a four-robot league at yeah. the end. So freeway. One bot goes out, two go through. Eventually, this all leads to a four-bot mini-league. And the first match we have, Pulsar versus TR2 versus 4. Yeah, that's how we're starting this. Yeah. So we get little uh, little chats of each of them to start with. Thor say they're going to go for Pulsar first. I think the exact phrase used is, beat seven bells out of everything. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. And great tactics, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. They are a bit wary of TR2, the well-controlled and flip flopper that is tr2 yeah yeah definitely pulse are still trying to fix their drive issues and of course we get as per tradition a bit of random hammering on a healthy robot yeah to try and see if it'll work well it had a purpose this time he was hitting it to make sure that a hit would not knock it out yeah so they were being this thorough with the checks before going into battle so let's go to the match okay Okay, we got to start with. I'd say the first fifteen twenty seconds are pretty even, just the three of them running into each other. Mm-hmm. I noticed no axe really going on for Thor to start with. I think Thor's being quite conservative with the axe. It is um, pneumatic, so it is gas powered. So there yeah. are limited amount of swings. I think it, it should last quite a long time still. I'm guessing it might even have a a mechanism involved anyway, so it might be able to still swing just with less power. Once the gas runs out, but he is conserving those those axe blows for yeah. whatever reason, possibly to keep them to self right. Exactly. If you know you're not going to cause mega damage, or you've not got a great aim as things stand, no point in wasting hits. That's one of the major problems with Thor's axe uh, during this battle and some later in the episode is that the axe doesn't actually quite catch anything, especially given. There's a bit of higher ground clearance on four, 
So bots are very easily getting underneath. And from that angle, the axe becomes redundant anyway. Yeah, you got, well, you got to remember, he's against the top competitors of each heat now. Yeah. So these are all great robots that he's fighting. TR2 and Thor basically have a little fight whilst Pulsar doesn't do anything. Well, Pulsar just, their drive stops. And you can see Thor and TR2 don't fight each other for a little while. Because I think as far as they're concerned, Pulsar may be out. So they think, well, there's no point causing damage to each other. No, exactly. If Pulsar's going to go. But then Pulsar does the usual of intermittent movements. It seems to always lose one wheel and end up yeah. just driving in circles. Yeah, and just stuck in one place. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, that probably should be considered a full elimination. Yeah. If yeah. you can't get to your opponent to attack them because of drive issues, then you're you're effectively immobilized. Exactly. So after all those backstage in the pit checks, desperately making sure that no random knocks or anything will cause the robot to completely deactivate, they went into the fight and very early on stopped functioning properly. I'm guessing it's it's a fundamental issue with Pulsar then. It's got to be down to the nitty gritties. Mm. Clearly something somewhere with the drive just doesn't work properly. No amount of quick repairing is going to do it justice. It might need a whole replacement for a lot of that. Yeah. So we, we don't know the major details. Even the team didn't know the major details of what was going wrong at the time. So there's not much you can do other than hit it with a hammer and hope it doesn't... <laughs> Stop working. <laughs> yep, that's about right. This well, pretty much becomes a fight between Thor and TR2. Exactly. But what I did notice, um, TR2 were pretty clever. They were trying to eliminate Thor. They were trying to get them out of the arena. And I think the way TR2 were seeing it, because we've seen their little tactical prep talks, I think the way they saw it was, right, Pulsar barely works. If we can eliminate definitively Thor from this match and put Pulsar into the group stages, Pulsar can't win ah. the competition. But Thor might be more of a threat. That's a so good idea. So get rid of Thor now, and you've got essentially a non-threat in Pulsar, or at least a lot much lesser threat, mm. because Pulsar can't move very well. So that's why I'm thinking TR2 was quite... Eager to get... Eager. for ejected. Yeah, like they yeah. were constantly going, trying to get them out of the arena. I think that's why. Might be wrong, but I think that's why. No, that makes sense. Yeah. It pretty much definitively ends when Shunt just delivers a almost a mercy blow to Pulsar. Yeah. The sparks go flying and Pulsar just, just dies. Yep. Executes him. Um, no surprise that Pulsar is out. Well, it's a shame because there was so much buzz about Pulsar going into that heat originally. And if Pulsar could function for just three minutes... It would probably do some amazing stuff, but it's so inconsistent. Oh yeah, pul I'd like a fully working pulsar versus carbide. That would have been or brutal. Like destruction, you know. surely. Yeah, but this is just one of those things. Obviously, the weapon itself is something to behold, but without you know the movement, it's like a sword. Well, it's like a sword without the soldier. Exactly, <laughs> laying yeah. on the floor. It doesn't do much on its own. It yeah. needs it needs someone to swing it. And that weapon without a good drive system behind it, it's, uh, it's not going to work. So Pulsar out, TR2 and 4 go through. I thought it was nice that the wild card went through to the um, league. Yeah, it shows that they didn't make a mistake choosing 4. Yeah, at least not right now, but definitely not. It would have been 
I don't know, it's been so underwhelming to have that whole moment with Angela and all the teams, and it's all tense, and she announces Thor as the wild card, and he's like, yeah, if only you have a chance, just to go out in the first match. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. So backstage, and we get it confirmed, Pulsar's drive went. As yeah. per usual, they're not really yeah. sure what's up with it. Nope, but that is Pulsar out. Four, looks like it's taken a bit of a battering. It has taken a bit of a battering. Yeah. It's been... Loses its plates quite easily, seems to be the problem. That was always the problem, but I think what the case was, in Thor's heat, there wasn't really a robot that was able to really take advantage of Thor's weak armour. Because he was always saying, my armor's really weak. And that was that's the weakness listed on the website as well, everything. Yeah. It's just now we've got machines that can actually take advantage of that and deal out lots of big hits in one fell swoop as well. Yeah. You know, Thor can't take something out before it, uh, they can do a lot of damage now. <laughs> before. So, before. Uh... <laughs> I'm going to be doing that consistently throughout the entire show. Yes, I am aware. Yeah, oh, good. Excellent. <laughs> uh, TR2's got some damage, but it's all superficial. Yeah, it's mostly TR2 superficial. Fine. A bit of hammering, it'll be fine. Exactly. Leading us into Carbide versus Shockwave versus Apollo. Carbide and Apollo in the same arena. Doesn't look good for my <laughs> one of my predictions as <laughs> shot in Shockwave, to be honest. <laughs> but Carbide do mention they are a bit wary of Apollo. Yeah. Um, Apollo have pretty thick armour on the front of it, so where the flipper is, mm. it's apparently about twice as thick as the rest of it. And Shockwave are thinking tactically. You know, they want to push... Apollo into Carbide. Feed Apollo to Carbide yeah. is the plan. That's, yeah. that's the main plan. It's it's an interesting plan. Well, as long as one of them kills the other, then Shockwave can get through this. That's you know? kind of what Shockwave's hanging on here. Yeah. It's a, it is a kind of plan. Yeah. All right. So we've got Shunt and Sakilalot as the house bots, which is great. And the match starts and... <laughs> First thing Carbide does is gets pushed around a bit and then takes a panel off the side of the arena. It's incredible. So that was Shockwave's plan all along was to just push Carbide around. And that's what they did, to be fair on them. Yes. Unfortunately, they just pushed them into the wall and the blade is so strong, it beat the wall. The blade is so strong that it actually took a side panel of the arena off. They're going to need to be reinforced next time. They had to put the match on hold... And they had to get some people down to fix it. Mm-hmm. For health and safety reasons. You exactly. can't have a gaping hole no. in the wall. Could if, you imagine what or, it could do if it if Carbide sent something else flying through that gap? Or if Carbide itself launched through it yeah. and just landed With on that someone, spinning that's blade, a person torn to pieces. It would 100% tear someone's pieces. So whilst the match is on hold, Shockwave, what's the condition of Shockwave at this early stage of the match? Absolutely perfect, as long as you don't look at one of their back wheels, which is... <laughs> at such an angle. Mangled. Like, yeah. completely irreparable. I think just before they um, stopped the match, so in between the moment where the wall was broken and the match was stopped, during those few seconds, um, Carbide got a massive shot off on Shockwave. And to be fair, yeah, Shockwave are done. They... Mm. They forfeit, and it's probably a wise decision, yeah. because all it would have taken was for Carbide to hit him again for their robot to be annihilated. 
If yeah. that's how the armor holds up, they wouldn't have stood a chance. It would have been a slow dismantling of Shockwave. That robot is almost saved by the fact that the match had to get stopped because if the arena wall hadn't have fallen up apart, Shockwave would have just been pieces of Shockwave well, everywhere. Exactly, think about it. This carbide's blade is strong enough to take the arena wall out. Think what it would do to Shockwave. It would have gone straight through it. So, mercifully, the match is called off and Shockwave has to forfeit, meaning that Carbide and Apollo go through. And Sharky is loving it. Noel Sharky is thrilled. Like, oh, he's... <laughs> this is what he wants. This is this is why he takes this job. This is the, everything he's ever wanted. He gets to bear witness to this level of destruction and this it's is... great. All he's imagined when he got into robotics and learnt about them, he was thinking of pure destruction. <laughs> <laughs> but if this is what Robot Wars is about. Exactly. Complete yeah. destruction of everything everywhere. It happens so briefly, but it's so dramatic as it happens. Oh, it's been great. So good. And a nice sort of uh, easy ride for Apollo, really. <laughs> yeah, just... Apollo managed to avoid pretty much taking any damage. Yeah, which is. Like they said, it's it's not really the way you want to go through. No, but it's a win. Take it, and it's a it's a win without taking any damage as well. So a win's a win, and it. exactly they get to go through to the next rounds without having any major issues. Yep. So we're onto the onto the league with Carbide, Thor, TR2, and Apollo. And the first match is Carbide versus Thor. So the incredible spinning blade against the most devastating of axes. <laughs> oh man, these are these are becoming dream matches now, aren't they? Mm-hmm. This is fantasy matches. It's oh, oh the awesome. amount of effort Thor's put in as well. An anti-carbide plate on the front. Yeah, this huge thick plate is attached to the front of Thor, and mm. then also using a different axe head. It's no longer a sort of hammer style head. It's more like a pointy pointed. pickaxe kind of head, isn't it? The idea of being able to get into carbide because carbide has a plastic roof it's queer the the top of carbide is probably the most uh most vulnerable part of it mm. okay so we get a mini dock i think we get the same mini docks as before for each of kind of yeah i think it's the same it just reminds me of how nice a guy jason is yeah it's yeah he's, he's, he's a good cool. bloke and he, he knows yeah. what he's doing yeah uh we... all right so when we actually get to the match <laughs> the um... match itself is brutal okay so Carbide beat the living. He- it's yeah. Oh, they beat the hell out of Thor. It's more like a bully against the skinny kid. It's brutal. It's, it's, it's... Carbide crashes straight into Thor, and the spinning blade immediately knocks a plate. The plate, specially designed to not let this happen, gets knocked straight off him and goes off flying. To be fair, the plate itself is in great condition. The yep. problem is it got knocked. <laughs> Whatever was atta- keeping the plate attached to Thor, yeah. that went and the plate's gone. Not that it mattered much because Carbide really just, they kind of went for yeah. the wheels mostly. I think Thor lost wheels and motor in in this fight. Yeah, the, the protective shell over the wheels, which isn't that strong to begin with, mm. just gets mangled by Carbide. Thor, they keep going for a little while before they just stop and die before before they yeah, yeah. I, it's brutal carbide just lays waste to him obviously wins uh sefu talks about how four is in pretty bad shape uh to the point where you really have to question how they're going to continue <laughs> well the, the word jason uses on at least 25 occasions i may be exaggerating is destroyed 
This bit's destroyed, that bit's destroyed. Oh, I didn't notice that. That's also destroyed. Thor's destroyed. <laughs> may as well just throw a lump of coal into the arena. Oh, and it's it bad, works. isn't it? It's... Br- it's oh. <laughs> Possibly the most destroyed we've seen a robot since Nuts. Nuts yeah, got really bad, yeah. really banged Nuts up. got torn to pieces. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. Chompalot. Chompalot took the worst <laughs> beating. <laughs> Does that count though? Because surely Chomplot isn't well, a robot anymore. It's certainly my favourite ending to a bot. Yeah. Yeah, that was dramatic. But imagine if that was the final bout of the series, like the very final mm. bout for the championship, and they had that moment where it's Angela and Dara with the two teams of their machine in front of them <laughs> and Chompalot would just be this black <laughs> charred mess every now and again they're having to, next to, it. to put out mini yeah, fires on it with a team yeah. around it and then just there with like a bag a panel of... just falling off it casually and the judges say <laughs> <laughs> and we've gone to the judges <laughs> okay that leads us to our next match which is TR2 versus Apollo TR2 versus Apollo the two best flippers in the game against yep. each other. TR2 is making some adjustments to their bot specifically to deal with Apollo. Yes, they are. Which is very clever. There's a lot of tactics actually going on. Just in the previous match, we have four putting a plate on specifically for Carbide. I like the tactical talks. Yeah. Tactical talks and damage reports are both really good things that make this more interesting. That make it more than just about destruction. Because you can't always guarantee that you're going to have an explosive, destructive match. Whereas if you know about the robots and how they're made, getting damage reports to know the little things you don't see, and most importantly, the tactics, so you can follow a match and appreciate it more, and it's more entertaining because you know why so-and-so is just running away, or you know why so-and-so is just pushing every now and then, rather than going for crazy killing blows that launch their opponent in two pieces 20 feet into the air, and stuff like that. When you know about these little things, it makes the rest of it more entertaining because you see the competitive side of it more. Mm. It becomes more sport-like rather than just a spectacle. So you can appreciate every match as opposed to just your Carbide versus Thors or Chompalot blowing up. Definitely. There is a lot we have to say about flippers, really, because this was kind of like an even match in some regards, wasn't it? Flip, 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 flip. Exactly. They may as well just had the whole match take place in the air. <laughs> Apollo's is basically more powerful, but ultimately these bots are very similar. They are very similar robots, yeah. TR2 with maybe the slightly less powerful flipper, but the better driver. Mm. So I'd say tactically, TR2 is a better robot. They yeah. can drive better. They can apply their tactics better because they can drive their robot better. Exactly. Whereas Apollo is... Not pure force, but there's a lot of force behind it. And it's it relies heavily on the flipper being very, 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 very strong. They are still a decently controlled robot. They can't be written out of the control game. It's just that TR2 are better controlled. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, one of the biggest deciding factors in this match turns out to be dead metal. Yeah, you're right. Which is quite strange. Because, well, Apollo almost flipped TR2 out of the arena very mm. early on. I mean, it's inches would have would have done it. And they, um, I think TR2 actually land on dead metal, which causes quite a bit of damage to them. Yeah. Maybe not perfectly seen, but it's a, it's a big shot. It's a big hit on them. And Apollo actually go for dead metal, but they don't... Um, they don't get the house spot flip. flip off, they, yeah. they don't do it, but 
they also get destroyed by dead metal either. Exactly. So it's more of an even game. Apollo just dominate from this point onwards, though. TR2 gets immobilized. Yeah, TR2, it looks like they're out, either out of gas or just the flipper itself isn't working. Either way, without the flipper, they can't write themselves. If you can't write yourselves against Apollo, you're done. Because exactly. they're going to flip you. So, TR2, beaten by flip, which is... Uh, yeah, <laughs> beaten by their own medicine. It's TR2's mm. first loss of the whole series as well. Yeah, good point, actually. That's, that's worth noting. Great track record. All right, that leads to Carbide versus Apollo. Now, this... this, this is yeah. Muhammad Ali versus... Mike Tyson. <laughs> Sit there going, wow, we do not know a lot about boxing. Muhammad <laughs> <laughs> Ali versus Mike Tyson. Hulk Hogan versus Stone Cold. It's, it's the dream match. Exactly. We have the two biggest names in the series. It's and surely going to be an tear epic. each other apart. Yeah, it's going to be incredible. So let's... Um, let me get my notes ready. Mm-hmm. Right, so this match... What have I yep. written? One hit link out. Yup. Yup. Apollo immediately immobilized by Carbide. And the Carbide team even just get a cheeky shot afterwards. What do you think about that? Because the way... There's usually the gentleman's agreement going on, which is if it's obvious a robot's immobilized... You don't get a cheap shot. You leave it. Because you're just causing repairs to be made then. And trying to eliminate them from the whole competition as opposed to just the match. And Apollo team themselves were actually saying, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. So... And they still do it. Exactly. And they still still did it. it. And it was a bit cheeky and it was a little bit, you know, not nice. Well, maybe Apollo will get their revenge. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Carbide win. The Link coming out. This is becoming a bit of a a bugbear, especially among fans. Yeah, it's, it's just one of those things. It has to be there. There has to be a fail safe. Yeah, you can't not have it. There are other methods used. I know BattleBots uses something else. We won't get too into that right now. It's kind of down to each team because at the end of the day, every team has a link. Every yep. single robot, and there are a lot of robots here that are taking a hell of a beating, like Thor. Yeah, and their links Thor's not coming got a link. out. Yeah, that's true. That's you've true. Just gotta, you've just got to you just got to place it well. You've just got to secure it well enough, and you should be okay. So, realistically, if you've done well enough with your link, if it does come out, it's on impact that has caused pretty serious yeah. internal damage anyway. I don't think Apollo's link came out in any of the matches during its heat. No, but did it take as big of a hit as Carbide could Good give? point. It just took a Carbide full speed hit, didn't it? In all fairness, that's probably enough to take anyone's link out. Possibly. Well, it didn't take Thor's out. Yeah, but It four. took Thor's everything else out, but not the link. Thor. What is Thor made of? It's brilliant. That's a good point, though, because Thor's made of fairly... The, the armor's so easily shreddable on Thor, you've got to think mm. that maybe the, the sort of shockwaves that run through it when Carbide hits probably don't cause crazy internal damage so instead of taking like a concussive blow yeah it it, just loses its armor plate but the rest of the machine as long as it doesn't stay relatively still big hit on the middle then yeah yeah so maybe that's why but we're into the next match tr2 versus thor i didn't think thor were going to be in the competition after seeing it i thought they were going to have to forfeit 
both their matches. Forfeit. They were going to have to forfeit <laughs> both their matches. But they actually... They well, Thor's backstage back getting welded back together for the next fight. Thor's backstage being built. <laughs> <laughs> and both bots need a knockout points to continue in the competition. That's what they desperately need. Mm. Each one needs to win this match. Yeah. They desperately need to win this match. Thor have won something, some award I'm giving to Thor. I don't know what it is. Just to be able to get back into the fight. <laughs> the uh just to have a functioning robot. The the never give up award. The never give up award. The, the John, John Cena, Cena award. The official John <laughs> Cena award goes to Thor. Doo, we'll, have, doo, doo. we'll do that in like a series overview episode. We'll have some uh, awards to give, yeah. give out for each of the series. That's a good <laughs> idea. Okay, so match starts. TR2 can get under four. This is one of the problems with four. You know, there's quite a gap between the ground and the end of the robot. So TR2 very easily just slides underneath. And yeah, TR2 being a flipper makes it an easy game for them. Yeah. Thor are trying to be evasive, uh, but TR2 are so aggressive. Yeah. And they're constantly flipping, and Thor's constantly having to use the axe to right itself. Just be flipped again. Um, they get flipped into Matilda um, a couple of times. Yeah, Dead Metal gets some shots in as well. Yeah, yeah. flips into Dead Metal. There's a point where Thor is seemingly deactivated and then uses the self-writing mechanism of the axe to uh, wake itself back up again. <laughs> it's it's yeah. like never give up kind of attitude. It's just it's not going to stop. It's using like powers from above. Powers oh, from man. Valhalla. Just <laughs> empowering Thor. To, I don't know how it's happening, but Thor keep almost dying and staying yeah. alive. But it's just more and more damage all the time. They keep getting pushed into Matilda. Yeah. And eventually... TR2 and Matilda just decide to play catch with Thor. And then Matilda just chucks Thor out, almost in an act of mercy. Again, it seems like the house robots are almost mercifully <laughs> saving, well, mercifully committing killing blows on <laughs> on robots just to stop them being annihilated. But it's too late. Thor is wrecked at this point. Out of the arena, which is kind of a good thing because they couldn't take much more damage no really couldn't um a very easy and dominating wing for tr2 yeah. tr2 has been stated many times one of the best controlled robots and yeah they showed it here so aggressive like so aggressive didn't let thor have any chance what little chance thor had oh <laughs> it was cool it was a good match which leads us to our next match carbide versus tr2 Carbide versus TR2, another uh, big match. And TR2 are really focusing on tactics, yeah, and seriously. and rightly so as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Um, their basic big tactic is outdrive Carbide. Exactly, get behind Carbide. Their theory is that Carbide shouldn't be able to turn as well, Whilst, especially when the blade is spinning. When the blade is at full spin, yeah, they shouldn't be able to turn as well. They'll go backwards and forwards, okay, but the turning won't as effective thanks to sheer amount of power that's going into the yeah and the like forces um, in effect when that thing is spinning you got a thing that's a massive blade spinning uh, effectively like a helicopter propeller exactly it'll be pulling it in all directions yeah Yeah. it's it's, it's gotta be pretty hard to control when it's going as it is let alone when you've got a 
machine as well controlled as TR2 spinning around it as well. Yeah. The match starts in Carbide's favour. Yeah, takes a good shred at TR2. Uh, the front flipper has a slice taken out of it. Yeah, pretty quickly. Yeah. TR2 goes to the pit. Yep, they... Start their plan. Then Yeah, they yeah. start their plan, you know. Outdrive, push to the pit. Mm-hmm. A very good tactic against Carbide is trying to get them pitted, I think. Definitely. They are trying to stay behind Carbide, but it doesn't take too long for the blade to just stop. It seems like maybe there's an issue with its motor. Yeah, as soon as I saw that slowing down, I thought, well... That's it, really. And we've always said the problem with having a spinner is that once it's out, that's it. The thing with a spinner is the spinner itself, the weapon, takes so much of the weight of the robot. You usually don't have that much of a pushing force, so you can't do what a lot of these other robots do, which is when their weapon stops, they push things around. Mm -hmm. They don't tend to be very fast as well because of the weight of the spinner and the amount of work that has to go into the spinner and the motor of the spinner and the forces of the spinner having an effect on the robot. Basically, carbide without the spinning blade is never looked more vulnerable. Mm. Like, so vulnerable as well. Like, a, a nothing robot. Exactly. Become... All of a sudden, they're having to retreat. Yeah, they become TR2's plaything. TR2 would have stood a chance if their weapon stopped working. Because they're still a wedge-shaped robot. They can still get underneath. Yeah, yeah. are well-controlled. Hell, that's what they did in their heat. Mm. Carbide... Don't stand a chance without that weapon no. working. Once the blades stop working, they don't have much pushing power. They don't have any flipping power. All they can do is run. Yep, so TR2 um, um, immediately take control of the match, just flipping Carbide around. Carbide are trying to evade. They keep getting floor flipped, but apparently they were trying to turn themselves the right way up, Carbide. Yeah, so apparently flipper. we find out from uh, Judge Lucy Rogers that... Carbide were actually using the floor flipper to try and right themselves a yeah, bit. Yeah, but it's invertible. Well, I don't know whether they were looking for an impact to knock the spinner back into working Maybe, order. Maybe, and it's, there's a good chance as well that even though it is invertible upside down, that's you've inverted the controls as well. You think an upside down robot is going to be harder to control with the, the right true. way up, and when all you've got going for you is running the hell away, mm-hmm. you want to control well. But you've also got to take massive flips as well. So exactly. it's, uh, it's not looking good for Carbide now. TR2, pretty clever, constantly throwing Carbide into like environmental hazards. So into shunt, yep. for example, that's quite a common one. They just, anytime Carbide try and get away, TR2 push him back into shunt. A very the, good tactic. The house bots are really coming into a play in these later matches. They're part of tactics, feeding other bots to them. I think there's. I think after the heats, the competitors have realised how strong the house robots are this time round. Because mm. a lot of these robots, if they've done the live events or were in the previous series, they're used to the older house robots, which are slightly bigger yeah. than they are, not dwarfing them like Godzilla. Mm. And now you've got these Godzilla bots essentially in there that the only chance you have against them is to flip them like Apollo did, yeah. because. They're not going to take any major damage from anything. So realising they're such a great arena hazard to use, it's good. I think this makes a, a, a good argument for keeping the house robots there as well. Like Some people don't like them too much, but as long as they stay to their corner when necessary. I mean, if one gets flipped over and stuff, if you attack the house robots, mm. I think it should be fair game that the house robots can then <laughs> come out of their corner patrol zone and 
attack you. Yeah. If that's what if you're doing it intentionally. If you're intentionally challenging the house bots, the house bots should be allowed to attack you back. Yeah. Yeah. They should be allowed to defend themselves, so to speak. But I mean back to the match, it's it's all about TR two now. It's just carbide on the run, eventually getting wedged up the side of the arena. Yep, even though TR two's flipper starts to stop working, it doesn't matter because they can just keep pushing carbide and yeah they get stuck on the wall against the sides of the arena it goes the full time judge's decision and of course tr2 wins it it was a definite wasn't it yeah i mean carbide only got some offense in in the first 20 seconds they didn't have anything else they could be offensive with after that because they don't have any pushing power they they're not wedged there's nothing more they can do after that. Exactly. But yeah, it's, it's it's good to see Carbide in a not dominating role. Actually being challenged, yeah. And it's, it shows the weakness of this type of robot. It, it means people aren't just going to start making hundreds of Carbides to enter into robot competition. No, exactly. As long as you can take one solid hit from Carbide's spinner, there's a good chance that Carbide won't have any further attacks lined yeah, up. Either they won't be able to get the spinner running at full speed again, mm. or, it will go, or it will die completely. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And props to TR2's driving, because they really did... Such It is the best driven yeah. robot in the competition by a country mile. It's so well driven. Backstage, Carbide are having a few issues, whilst TR2's team are describing it as the best fight ever. They are so proud of their performance there, and rightly so. Right, so it was a great fight by yeah. them. A really, 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 really strong fight. They they took a couple of good hits, so they they tanked a few a bit of damage, mm-hmm. and then they took control of the match. Really cool, really cool fight. Great fight. Leads us to our next one, which is Apollo versus Zombie Four. Yeah, I was gonna say, is it Thor? It's like patchwork Thor. Mm-hmm. I mean, how much of Thor, it's like, like Dara was saying, how much of Thor is really left? Is, <laughs> can it be called Thor anymore? So he's held together by welding and paint. Pieces of a, other bots and just metal, just yeah. patchworked onto it. Oh dear. As for the match itself. Well. <laughs> Apollo. Apollo gets... doesn't do anything. Apollo don't need to. Apollo watch as... Thor, run around in circles mm-hmm. like a headless chicken, uh, keep running onto the floor flipper, yep. and then eventually just explode. Falls to pieces, yeah, literally. Falls to pieces yeah. in front of everyone. It just falls to pieces, and that's the end of the match. And Apollo just kind of, I don't know, look, look on with pity and just leave them to yeah. it. I'm pretty sure what happened was one of the competitors um, went up to Thor and put some C4 inside of it. <laughs> C4 oh, I knew you uh, but that's what it was like he just entered a grenade into the arena yeah exactly and it, and it just burst and that was it that was it bits and pieces laid around its empty shell and that was end of game for it's, it, is, it is sad seeing how dominant Thor once was this whole episode has just been the slow dismantling of Thor it's carbide carbide caused the first amount of major yeah. damage and then from that point onwards they were Oh, Ford did not recover alive. from that. No, no. But coming forth is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And because it was a full three-point win for Apollo, TR two are officially out. And third place, though. Well, they get the bronze. Exactly, they're There's gutted, but their passion for Robot Wars was great. 
and you know, they're third, third place. place going into it next year. You're the you know, if someone says you're going into the third place robot, you're like, okay, this is a big deal. This is a big deal, exactly. They've now established themselves. Yeah, you know. <laughs> like you said, four coming fourth, four. <laughs> oh oh man, so it's been a wild ride. It's been absolute chaos, and that leads us all the way up to the main event of the series. It's time. It's time for Carbide versus Apollo. So we're it's the grand final, and we're getting ready to fight Carbide. This hasn't really sunk in yet that we're in the final. Carbide, they're a very strong physical robot. If they get you in the wrong place, they can really do some damage. We smashed the outer arena, we smashed the inner arena. Some really formidable opponents. And it's, it's more than just a grand final. This this is our revenge match now. Yeah. Apollo's a really good machine. I think we got lucky in the first round with it. We need to get that link. We fixed it with a bit of gaffer tape. Hopefully, it won't fall out. So we'll have to find another weakness and try and exploit that. It's got to be the engineering challenge, I think. Yeah. It's good to come up with your own ways of putting a machine together. But... It's, it's totally like rock, paper, scissors. We're weak against some opposition and strong against other and same with them. It's been epic. I mean, the flips, the fights. There's yeah. nothing else like it. What, what else do you go and watch where you get robots just fighting in an arena? The word obsession comes in like... It does get more intense now, doesn't it? When we kids growing up watching Robot Wars and uh, to win it would be brilliant. We have had fun, but... We really want to win it now. This this is it. This is the final, lads. That pre-match promo. Man, WWE the drama. style going in. Music playing in the background. Oh, so cool. I was waiting for teams to like have promo shots of them making mean faces at yeah. each other and waving fists. <laughs> it was beautiful. And they uh oh they really hyped they hyped it up and it's it's the match everyone thought it would be in a good way. Yeah, everyone Everyone wanted it to be Carbide versus Apollo because those are probably the two most incredible robots we've seen. Exactly. They are the two best robots and both of them equally deserve to be in this match. Now, throughout this whole little promo package, I was kind of fingers crossed thinking, oh God, please be good. Because can you imagine if after all this, this whole series goes by and the final match is... Carbide versus Apollo that we had earlier. Where oh, Carbide, one hit and one the hit link and, came out. Yeah, and that's the championship match. Oh, they couldn't have that a link out, be, no. That could have been the deciding factor on whether people thought the whole series was good. Exactly. The final match being that would have been so underwhelming. This is the big one. And it's... they need it to deliver in an epic and grand way. So, the match starts. Apollo charges right at them, which is brilliant. Because that's exactly what their plan was. Yep, it's, it's what you've got to do um, with Carbide is, is tank the smaller hits so they can't get off a big hit. Exactly. And also, the sooner you get to them, the less time they have to charge up their attack. Yep. Apollo probably feeling a bit more confident after seeing the TR2 fight as well, knowing that uh, Carbide are vulnerable to flippers and that spinner can stop. Yeah. And that's very important because knowing it can stop working... You you probably feel like you got a chance, and that's that's confidence going in. Exactly. Um, Carbide do get 
some massive shots off. But Another Apollo... chunk coming off the uh, flipper of Apollo. Yeah, yeah but it's amazing because Apollo keep going. They don't lose their link this time. No, nope. I mean this match essentially was saved by some tape. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they taped it down and it worked. Um, but Apollo are going nuts. They're just flipping and flipping and flipping. Yep. And well, what happens to Carbide Spinner? Of course, it stops working. It stops working. See, they tanked that first big hit. And then they were fine. Do some flips, get yep. get Carbide to land on its spinner a few times awkwardly, and that causes all sorts of damage. They um, they activate the pit. Uh, I think it was who activated the pit. Was it Carbide? I think. I think so. Their desperate backup plan. Yeah, it's yeah. like no spinner. We need the environment to win it for us now. Exactly. Uh, there's a bit of a scary moment with Apollo's flipper stuck open. Happens a couple of times. But I think. Obviously, something's happened, and it keeps getting stuck open. Every time it gets forced down by something, mm. for example, hit by Shunt's axe forces the flipper down, and then the flipper's able to go back up again. Exactly. They actually, at one point, purposely go to Shunt to get their flipper reset, which is really clever and incredibly brave. Yeah, very brave. But then, yeah. of course, they know they can flip Shunt as well. well that's true, yeah. <laughs> um it becomes mostly a pushing match at this point. Yeah. Mostly because even when the flipper's down now, it's a lot weaker. It looks like the gas is running pretty low now in that flipper. So it's acting more of an old school style flipper now where it sort of opens and lifts as opposed yeah. to launches. So you've got these two robots pushing each other around. They've now both lost their, their weapons, weapons effectively. effectively. Yeah. It's like a, it reminds me of Rocky. Yeah, in the later rounds, bits of the big fight scene. Big yeah. fight, and, yeah. and they're just both knackered and can't do anything anymore. Exactly. And it's going the distance. <laughs> At one point towards the end, Apollo starts to try and feed Carbide to Shunt. They also try and very clever. Um, lure them around to the pit. You see mm. um, Apollo sort of drive around the pit, and I think their idea was try and get Carbide to follow them. And, and tr- Carbide nearly sort of drifted towards it. That's a couple of points, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then, yeah, the, it ends with. Um, Apollo using his, its flipper as almost jaws mm-hmm. to grab hold of Carbide. Yeah. Sends him into Shunt, and uh, yeah, the match ends with Apollo, Carbide, and Shunt just merged together. Oh, merged together in one massive fight. So it goes to the judges. Final goes to the judges. It's cool because that makes it tense. Oh, there's a, there's a bit of holding your breath. As much as a knockout yeah. victory is exciting, mm. you get the tension of a judge's decision for the exactly. final, which is pretty cool. So by unanimous decision, Apollo. Apollo is 2016 Robot Wars champion. They are the champions of the world, as far as I'm concerned. It's an international competition. It's an international we competition. had those blokes from Norway. Netherlands. Thank you. <laughs> and a well-deserved Apollo as well. Let's think back to when we first saw Apollo and how their heat went. Do you remember when they flipped all of the house bots over? Yeah, yeah, but you also remember they had some drive issues during that heat as well. That's they, true. They kept getting That's stuck true. with one wheel going properly and the other one not. So it was it was always risky with them. They had weaknesses. Yeah, they did have weaknesses, but they were persistent mm-hmm. and they kept going, and they were entertaining as hell as well. They're great exactly. faces They're for the Robot great Wars guys. The uh, the boy band of Robot Wars. Boy band of Robot Wars are the winners of Robot Wars. That is That's so the awesome cool. thing. It's not uh, no offense to any of them, any of the teams, because most of the teams are pretty cool. Yeah, but it wasn't a sort of boring-looking engineer man with a pair of glasses 
Just like, yes, I've won. It wasn't... No, exactly. They started jumping up and down and screaming and patting their robot well done. And They have their, co- they have their little costumes and they yeah. do all their dances and it's all... It's incredible. And it was an incredible final match. I was just relieved at the end of it because I was like, oh, thank God. Because one of the battles was one of the best matches we've seen. Exactly. It was dramatic and, and it went it the distance. Exactly, yeah. Just perfect. It was as epic as it needed to be. And when you think back, like you say, to the first match between Apollo and Carbide, where Apollo went out very quickly... That could have easily have been the final. Yeah, it could, the matches could have been swapped. That yeah. could, you know, this could have been their league table match, and yeah. that could have been the final match. And that could have That's been how it. risky this yeah. is as well. The way the way it all works. Now let's think back to Carbide's cheeky shot as well. Mm. After Apollo was uh, incapacitated during their first encounter, bit of revenge really for Apollo. Yeah, they end up being the champs. So. Yeah. <laughs> Carbide, <laughs> what Carbide go do? Take some more cheap shots, doesn't matter. Exactly. Even with the cheap Dumb. shots, Apollo still won. Massive congratulations to Apollo. Very, very happy with that. So overall, what did you think of the format for the final? Do you think it should have been what it was? Like the same as every other episode? Or should it have been a more traditional style tournament? Just elimination matches until you get to the final two who haven't been beaten at all? It's difficult, really. It is I, difficult. The, some of the some of the people who went out during the freeways, you know, it would have been nice to see them actually have more of a chance. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. It's the same. It's the same with the other episodes. There are some bots that you only see in one fight, and they go out very quickly. And you always think they could have maybe done a little bit better if given the chance. It's a bit of a conflict of interest, isn't it? You have a league, so everyone gets a chance, and they can be people who lose matches like Apollo mm-hmm. who go on to win the whole thing yeah but you also have the four ways and in this case the three ways at the yeah. start where people get eliminated immediately yeah and don't get a chance and they can be teamed up and ganged up on essentially it's, it's as yeah. unfair as it can get compared to leagues exactly so it is interesting I, I like the league idea the league idea works great and I I think I prefer one-on-one battles generally speaking you get some exciting moments in the multi-robot matches, yeah, but they're a little chaotic and hard to follow. And like you say, some of the bots can go out under unfair circumstances where they're ganged up on or just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. It's all part of the competition, but I just feel like they could have got a bit further. I thought a lot of it is the fact they it was just six episodes at the end of the day, and one of them had to be a grand final, mm. and there was 40 competitors... And there were a lot more applicants, around the 100 mark or so. So when you think of it like that, yeah, you've got to narrow down 40 competitors into one decisive grand final champion winner in six episodes. Exactly. So It's, it's all logistics it's like and time, a, isn't it? It's not like yeah. we had a semi-final episode and then a final episode. It was all, yeah. Because in... in previous series where they ended up with more episodes you had that you had like semi-final episodes that led on to a grand final episode so there were more yeah and there were more heat winners as well exactly so the smart thing would be going forward with the series two that the show will no doubt get that maybe they will get some extra episodes as well it'd be nice i think six is six is a little bit too little Mm. you can't feature all the robots that have entered fully and you can't have a proper 
grand final, so to speak. No, exactly. Not that, not that this grand final was anyway disappointing. No, it was fantastic. It was phenomenal. And but the the point is that everyone wants more. Everyone wants so much more. The feedback from Twitter is that it was absolutely awesome, but they it's not enough. Do you know what I mean? It's a show which has so much going on. You don't in want the to background. overdo it, but at the same time, you don't want to underdo it too much either. It's a tough one. Yeah, it is a tough one. So, do we give the episode a rating? Of yeah. course we do. So, out of Philippa Forrester's five, what would you give it? Out of Thor's missing pieces, <laughs> I give it four and a half. You give it four and a half Thor's pieces. Yeah, brilliant. That is good. <sighs> yeah, yeah, I'd say. Out of carbide spinning blades, I'll give it four, four, four and a half. I'm going to have to go with it. Yeah, it was brilliant. I very, I can't think of too many faults. No, we got every type of match. We got the drama. We got those dream matches, the fantasy matches that everyone's been waiting for the entire series. But you have to remember that as far as the TV viewing audience are concerned, especially, these were only, these seeds were planted across just five previous episodes and yet the tension and the drama was huge and the reaction on social media people were so invested in their chosen bot for the finals it was awesome i'm so happy apollo won i actually i predicted apollo would win you did week didn't yeah you put put a a metaphorical gun to my head yeah ah the old metaphorical gun to the head apollo (laughs) (laughs) turns out that was a good choice yeah we'll do that every year go to the go for the metaphorical go to the metaphorical gun um yeah yeah i think considering it was an considering you've got an hour to fit all this in Mm -hmm. to narrow six robots down to a definitive winner using a league table as well yes some people are going to want more of the damage reports, more of what the teams thought about certain things, more of the tactical talk, all of that stuff. But you've got to fit it in that hour with all those battles as well. So all things considered, I think it was pretty damn good. Given the logistics and time limits, it was awesome. I think it was really good. I think it was really good. It was really fun to watch. I think we have a great champion. Yeah. So... That's really, it's really nice to have a, a really solid and awesome champion. And then going forward to the next series, maybe a returning champion. I'd hope they return. What bots I'd... from this series will we see next series? That's a great, great thing to ask. Maybe we should do a uh, series retrospective episode where we'll give out some awards, mm-hmm. um, have our own Robot Wars Hall of Fame going. We'll put Definitely. some entries in there and we'll talk about perhaps the, the way the series is formatted and all that kind of thing as a whole. Best moments, what we like, what we dislike for the whole series and give the whole series a rating as a yeah. six-episode collective. Yeah. Sound good? That sounds very good. I think that's that's what we need to do because we've got we have a lot to think about at that point and there's a lot of notes to go over and there's a lot of episodes and moments to rewatch and feel again. Absolutely. There's a lot of drama. But now going back and watching those earlier episodes and watching these bots first appear in the arena, it'll be interesting to see that in retrospective eyes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, knowing what happens. Yeah. So, wow. What a great series. Great, great series. But it's it's over. It's done. It's done. 
the hell do we do now? Well, we're going to go watch all the old episodes now, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. There's there's loads of them. Yeah, <laughs> that's the great thing. There's still loads and loads and loads of old Robot Wars episodes, so we'll still be about doing that. We'll still be doing our podcast. Don't worry. <laughs> so join us next time for the series overview episode. Mm-hmm. Um, got anything to add there? Email us at um, what is our email again? Activate podcast at gmail.com and tweet us at podcast activate. Yeah, that's it. Please leave a rating and a review on iTunes. It's always nice to hear what people think. Be sure to email or tweet us. As you can tell from the beginning of this episode, we read out everything. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So leave us a message and we will read it out and give you our opinion. Yep, as valuable as that may or may not be. We'll do it anyway. It's kind of the point of the podcast. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us on this adventure. And stay tuned for more episodes. 